2: Mac Michelle Smallman here on one oh one ESPN. Let's head to the Brown Croup and Crouppen Celebrity Line and welcome in our friend, lead host for MLB Network. It's Greg Amzinger. Good morning. Good morning, Greg. Excuse me, how are you?
1: I am doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm sitting on a beautiful parking lot of a golf course, and I'm uh, waiting to rent the sport of golf for two consecutive days. Yesterday I played out of my mind and I'm trying to do it back to back days, which as you both know is damn near impossible to do
3: well not with you greg i mean you seem to basically uh passed up family life uh being a father and dedicated your life to golf so i i figured you're pretty locked in
1: time out time out what i just i just dropped my son off at school i'm we got a match today i normally Pick him up, and then we both play. So I have an 11 year old that wants to be a Division one golfer, and he's a stud. Yesterday, he shot an 89 after school at our course. Wow. Good 89.
3: Him. Yeah, is he he's
1: playing from really, the t- really, really or good. what? No, no, he's actually playing from the women's tees. So he, so when he plays in matches, he plays competitively. He plays from the kids tees, and he's driver wedge. So nice. when he plays with me, he plays back and it's much more, much more competitive. But, yeah, he, he beats me now. That's how good he is. He's 11. So I'm, I I tell him all the time, I tell him all the time, you might think Dad has a great job, but my dream job is to be your caddy <laughs> on the PGA Tour.
3: Well, you Back will be financially, job. one way or another, so don't worry about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, well, I look forward to seeing your son on tour, Greg. That will be exciting to watch young Amsinger thrive. Um, okay, Greg, how prepared should I be emotionally if the Astros win the World Series? I just keep watching these games, and they look so good, and I think I need to really sit down and prepare myself to be perpetually annoyed.
1: Uh, you know, you're not the only one saying that. From a television perspective, we want drama, and the plot here is so thick. I would love to see the Astros play the Dodgers in the World Series. Oh yeah. Now, there are folks in San Francisco that think I've been hating on their team the entire year. And in some ways, maybe I have because I just never bought it. I can't believe this recipe for success actually worked. But I think the Dodgers are going to prevail tonight. I think the Dodgers will eventually make it to the World Series, and we will have a rematch of Astros-Dodgers. And just picture bases loaded, seventh inning, key moment in Game 2, and Carlos Correa is facing Joe Kelly. I mean, that sounds like a movie. I, after the way they went at it, I, I just think there's so much hate between these two clubs. It's what I want to see. I, I want to see Dodger fans boo relentlessly the Astros. And I want to see Astro fans go crazy when Bellinger walked up to the plate for the comments he made uh, about the Astros. This is the, this is the coolest matchup to me from a television perspective i don't have any horse in the in the race anymore from a from a perspective of covering a story this would be epic
3: do you think i'm making too much of it that uh rob manfred was like oh boston is in this thing oh no (laughs) houston is in this thing and then all of a sudden as we get closer to the alcs here in the next few days all the stories that kind of resurface about the cheating scandals and the various things. Do you think it's kind of a nightmare for him?
1: Let's not forget that on the National League side, you got Atlanta (laughs) – it was right. only four wins away from hosting the World Series after he pulled the All-Star game from that city. So, yeah, he's got a lot great going point. on right now mentally. Because, uh, I look, Alex Cora's comments after they punched their ticket to the ALCS, to me, was just the, the humility there, the honesty. He understood he messed up. And what we've seen are second chances, and guys take advantage and make the most of it. A.J. Hinch had a great year managing the Detroit Tigers. Uh, if you told me, who do you think, Greg, will be the manager of the New York Mets next year, I would say it's Carlos Beltran, Uh, based on on the theme of giving guys second chances. That's who they wanted to be the manager in the first place. Francisco Lindor loves him, uh, the Puerto Rican connection, so that's who I would say gets another second chance. Everybody makes mistakes. Uh, Alex Cora was upfront about it. Uh, Obviously, it's something that's going to be talked about an awful lot if we see... Yeah, the Astros make it to the World Series uh, after everything that Tepera, the Chicago White Sox, brought up again. It's not going away. Dusty Baker's ready to talk about it. I think all the Astros players understand. It's part of what they signed up for by cheating in the first place. But like Michelle said at the beginning of this, we, know, we have to assume they're not cheating now, right? And they're good, from I mean, top to bottom. When you've got Kyle Tucker with 30 home runs, batting seventh in your lineup— This is a really good baseball team, and they don't need to cheat to get to where they're going.
2: So annoying, Greg. Greg Hamzinger here with us from MLB <laughs> Network on 101 ESPN. And I was so shocked to see the Red Sox take down the Rays, Greg. And it's interesting. I, I was Googling the Rays yesterday because I wanted to read some breakdowns of the season and and look forward. And all I could find when I Google the Rays is stuff about the team moving or splitting time with Montreal. If you're a Rays fan, and I know the jokes are out there, there's not many. But if you're a Rays fan, can you imagine losing in the postseason and then wondering if your team might not be there? half the year
1: not really because i mean they had a playoff game at, at their ballpark and we're going crazy because they had over thirty thousand fans but there were still empty seats empty seats in a playoff game it's not a huge venue it's it's the worst venue i mean it's that ballpark's a joke could you imagine if there was a Game 7 of a World Series inside Tropicana Field, and it was decided on a pop-up that should end the World Series, but it hit a catwalk. And, I mean, there's no minor league ballpark that would be okay with having a roof that's so much in play. And, oh, by the way, let's make sure the roof is white so you can't pick up where the ball is. Like, it's, a, it, it, To me, it's a disaster. It's reminiscent of when the Expos were playing in Olympic Stadium. Unfortunately, the market of Montreal was defined by a bad ballpark. It is an amazing city. If you take media market sizes in North America, Montreal is the largest media market that doesn't have a Major League Baseball team. Rob Manfred once two Major League Baseball teams in Canada. Uh, There's just too much money to be made. So I think it's eventually, the Rays are eventually going to be full-time in Montreal. If taking the lid off this story is putting them split, to split it between the two, if that makes it easier to eventually get them there, then so be it. But 10 years from now, I think the Montreal Expos, with the original logo and uniforms, will be back plane it'll be the former tampa bay rays
3: yeah it, it does seem to be going that direction I, I thought it was interesting i don't know if you saw this greg but uh they had at the sports business journal they, they basically do like that symposium and they bring in the commissioners of the leagues and and top executives and manfred was none too kind about what was happening also with oakland and so that's another situation that may have to get resolved here in the next few years
1: With uh, gambling being such a a focus now in Major League Baseball, NGM is heavily involved with uh, our network, Um, some of the shows that we're doing. We have a gambling show now. I watch it. I like it. It's a terrific program, and I think people are into it. And They've got DraftKings on their phone, and, and they're into uh, sports betting in baseball. There's just so many opportunities to do it. Uh, I, I just to me, it's a no-brainer watching the Raiders have so much success, watching the Knights have so much success in Las Vegas. The Oakland Athletics, to me, it, it are, are a lock to be the Las, Ve- Las Vegas Athletics. Mm. That, that, to me, that franchise will be in Las Vegas in the next five years. I don't see this getting cleared up in the city of Oakland. Um, you know, I've been to Oakland, and they've got passionate fans. They do. But if you can't get on the same page as to where the ballpark's going to be, and you don't work with ownership, you don't work with the league, there's just too much pushback. And, and you're doing that when you've got a first-class product right across the bridge in San Francisco. So you really have no you, – you, you can't complain – too much when there's another team that's thriving uh, steps away. So uh, I I think their time in Oakland is just about up. My friend Matt Baskirgen doesn't want to hear that. He loves his Oakland A's, but those swinging A's are going to be swinging to Vegas.
2: Man. Uh, Finally, Greg, our question of the day here on 101 ESPN is now that there's been a little bit of time for the dust to settle, we're looking back on the 2021 season for the St. Louis Cardinals. What grade would you give the Cardinals for this past season?
1: You know, I'd say B+. I would say a B-plus. They dealt with a lot of injuries. I know every single team does. But when you miss so much time from your ace, I me mean, ask the New York Mets what happened when Jacob DeGrom wasn't taking the ball anymore. They, they sort of folded. This team won 17 straight games without their best pitcher on the mound uh, to watch their veterans turn things around and lead this club. I said it before, the young outfield was the big question mark coming in. Now they might be the most exciting outfield to look forward to in 2022. It's now it's a strength. Of the team Uh, there's a lot of upside to have a rotation now with depth considering everyone will be back including Adam Wainwright the bullpen has to be better I expect them to make additions to the bullpen which is already exciting so I think this team is going to be the heavy favorite to win the NL Central over the Milwaukee Brewers and the Brewers will have a ton of starting pitching back I clearly understand that they dangled Josh Hader last year I would be shocked Josh Hader is the closer than the Milwaukee Brewers going into 2022. This is how they operate. They want to they move while the stock is as high as it's ever going to be. His K-9 per nine was over 15. He had a sub-2 ERA. A lot of mileage on his herky-jerky mechanics. I think they move him this winter and they'll put Devin Williams in the closer role and they'll probably have a strong bullpen but we saw the weakness of their offense top to bottom they can't score consistently the Cardinals will have the names they've got the pedigree they'll be the heavy favorite so they're a b plus this year going to an a next year back in the playoffs in my eyes
2: great stuff as always from Greg Amzinger MLB Network thanks for the time Greg we'll talk to you next week and hit them well today
1: I will do my best. I'll try to make some money and think of you when I do it.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Talk to wow. you later.
0: <laughs> See you guys. See ya. You know, my if, goodness. He, if he does
2: make some money, he can Venmo us.
0: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.